Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of the Success Revolution podcast. My name is Gemma Bernard. I am your host. This is episode 201, which is titled My 365-Day Live Life to the Fullest Experiment. So this is a little bonus episode this week because I wanted to invite you behind the scenes of a 365-day experiment that I am currently on. So if you are someone who is so deeply passionate about really just sucking the marrow out of life, like getting the most out of life, living life the absolute fullest, enjoying every experience, showing up fully yourself, serving from a deep place and just experiencing all of life has to offer, then this episode might just pique your interest a little bit. So let's dive on in, okay? Welcome to the Success Revolution podcast with Gemma Banad. Okay, let me give you some background, people. Let me give you some background. Okay, so at the time of recording this, I recently turned 42. (laughs) Happy birthday to me. Can't believe I just said that. I'm 42. Anyway, I don't feel 42. I definitely feel, I don't know, maybe 22. Like a much wiser, more sensible, more grounded and balanced 22-year-old. I would never want to go back to being 22 again. Ugh. My goodness. Actually, yes, I would. I would totally go back to being 22, but I'd like to take all the wisdom I have with me. Anyway, nonetheless, I turned 42 recently. And I just want to take you a little bit behind the scenes as to what's going on. So some of you who've been listening to this podcast will know that um, I lost my mum when I was 10. So obviously 30 years ago, um, 32 years ago, my goodness. And she she died when she was 43. In fact, she died two days after her 43rd birthday. Her birthday is the 3rd of June and she died, oh, sorry, 3rd of January. <laughs> she died on the 5th of January. And so my mum was 43. I just turned 42. If I was my mum, then that means I would have one year left, one year left to live. So As morbid as that may sound, it has ignited something inside of me that I didn't think it would, I have to tell you. It's not that I have um, really been scared of turning 42 or it's been in the back of my mind. I mean, my mum died from cancer and she was sick for really, like, I mean, really sick for the last year of her life, probably in the last 18 months, really sick you know, lots of chemo. I mean, she just faded away. She was a shell of herself. She was, she fought so hard to stay alive. She really, really did. But she was very sick for a long period of time. So like, even now I think about it, like at this age, like my mum at this age was literally dying already. So it's not that I feared turning this age. Like, it's not that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be 42. But I did develop at the end of last year in December of 2022 I did start developing unexpected panic attacks I'm gonna be honest with you I'm not sure I've spoken about this on the podcast yet um so you have to forgive me because I I really don't remember I shared this on previous episodes recently but 
yeah, I mean, I just developed these unexpected panic attacks. It was very odd and very strange and it was horrendous. It really was. But along with those unexpected panic attacks, I actually developed a really um, almost debilitating fear of dying. It was, it came out of the blue, which is why they call it unexpected panic attacks. There was nothing, like I can't tell you that I was having these thoughts of like, oh my God, I'm going to die soon coming up. Nothing like that. It just came out of the blue. But with these panic attacks, it just brought all of this up to the surface. And I did, I just became really obsessed with thinking that I was going to die and actually specifically thinking that I was going to have a, a heart attack, which is very common when people have panic attacks. I had very strange panic attacks. I don't know how to explain them. I just got this rush of energy into my heart. And it just, I, and just with this, just this fear, like I'm going to die. Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And it, it's, it was horrible. It went on for a very intense period for about six to seven weeks where they were happening every couple of days. And it was really challenging. I'm going to tell you, it became overwhelming. It was the only thing I was really focused on. And thankfully I was able to get, I mean, my husband, who's, you know I've spoken, he's fucking incredible, (laughs) Um, other than the fact that he's a psychologist, but just he's an amazing human being and I'm so grateful that he is my love and the person I do life with. So he was able to support me and really just help me understand what was going on, but then I was able to call on my energy healer and chiropractor who does a lot of deep patterning work and he was able to help me process a lot of that. I've started seeing a psychologist again who's been really helpful and I also started doing Chinese medicine to just help. Um, and also in conjunction with that, like really a huge focus on nervous system work too, which has been incredible. And I can tell you right now in the last almost two months, I've only had one episode that I am able to walk through, you know, without it being really debilitating. I can function. It's, you know, so it's been really incredible. However, my point is, is that, as I said, I developed this really, really debilitating fear of dying and it was so illogical and irrational, but nonetheless, that's what happened. But all of a sudden, as I was able to process and move through what was happening physically, physiologically to me, all of a sudden I developed this deep desire to live, which was really strange. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never had a near-death experience. Part of me wonders whether this is a little bit what, like, what it's like. Like, obviously, I wasn't dying. I had, honestly, I tests. I, I test like my heart, everything, blood tests, you name it. This is, I'm like healthy and fit. But what I had was this deep fear of dying that felt real. It's, again, it really, unless you've experienced something like this, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I'd honestly convinced myself I was dying. So it was a part of me that was like, I'm dying here. So I guess in some respects, maybe there is a little bit of a similarity between having some sort of near-death experience because I know that people that have had near-death experiences, like they come back and they're like, I want to live. My God, I just need to live life now. And that's really exactly what happened to me. All of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, like it's time to live. Like let's really, really just get out there and and just get the most out of this life. And so that's really how all of a sudden I developed this 365-day experiment. This is what I do. I'm a line three in human design. I'm like, let's experiment with it. Let's report back with all of the results. And so on my birthday, I decided that that's exactly what I was going to do. For the next 365 days, I was actually going to do my very best 
to really live as though this was the last year of my life. And the thing for me is that it's not coming from this place of like, uh, like I'm about to die. Like I've, it's just this like this energy of like it's time to really, really live. For me personally, I can absolutely attest to the fact that I have really lived most of my life in survival mode. It's a trauma response. It really is a trauma response where there's always one part of you that's kind of still feeling like you've got to fight to live. Um, And that's a byproduct and residue of, of trauma without a doubt. So I was like, that's not real anymore. I'm not in survival mode. And it took, I think, me having this experience of feeling like I was dying to gain a very new perspective and a very solid perspective and to really also not just realise, because I think there's a difference between intellectual realisation where we, like, have a moment where we think something, because I've had these thoughts before, there's a moment where we start to embody knowledge. It starts to move down into our body and it becomes this deep knowing that changes our behaviours. Otherwise, it's just knowledge. It's just I know this thing. If your behaviour doesn't change, your habits and your behaviours don't change as a result, then it just is something that you know and that's really cool and amazing but you're not then living that at all. And that's exactly what this experience is. It's literally changing my behaviours in the most incredible way. Like this is early days. This is really early days. Like I'm, you know, in week one of this experiment. But the shift that it is already having, and it's not, it's not like it's this like monumental. It's it's showing up in very small and incremental ways, but they feel very potent and powerful. You know, just as an example, and this is a small example, but I like to use, I think I love the mundane small things because I think how we do something is how we do everything. So for me in the mornings, I, I I like to lie in bed in the mornings and I sometimes find it hard to like just wake up and get up. But it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, and I know how good I feel when I like, I'm like, wake up, time to get up, like let's get into the day. It's just to say that I'm like, you can't lie around and enjoy being in bed. It's not about that. But it's almost like this delay. There's almost like this delay that happens where you, like for me anyway, it's like I'm delaying getting up and going and living my life. That's really how it's felt. And it's never felt quite right, but I've struggled to break the habit. And now I wake up in the morning and I, do some nervous system work and if I'm not feeling like getting up I'm like if this was the last year of my life would I lie in bed here and just lie here and think or would I actually get up and live my life and the answer I'm telling you right now has always been I would get up and live my life I'd get up and live my life and I'd get up and live my life as I said how you do something is usually how you do everything and that's actually matriculated and flowed out and I'm starting to look at other areas of my life where maybe I was delaying doing something I was like delaying really living, delaying getting out there and having a go and doing things. And I realized that it was showing up quite a lot. It was showing up in my business. It was showing up in my relationship. It was just really showing up in this, 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 just this delay. There was almost no sense of urgency to live because I I truly believe for a lot of us, I, I look at time and money a lot. And I, I believe that we've got it round the wrong way. We, we treat time as an infinite resource and we treat money as a finite resource. And the fact of the matter is, is that it's the other way around. 
you know, money, particularly at an energetic level, is an infinite resource and we have access, we have infinite access to it. Time, however, is finite, at least in this lifetime anyway, depending on what your beliefs are. But in this bodysuit <laughs> that we're in <laughs> right now, it is finite. There's going to come a point in time where we are going to close our eyes and take our last breath and our heart will beat for the final time and that'll be it. That'll be it. And I just realized that that's how I was treating life. I was treating life like I have all of this time, but all of a sudden when you give yourself 365 days to really live, like, you know what, it could all be over in a year, all of a sudden you develop this sense of urgency. Now what I want to say to you is that for me anyway, this urgency is doesn't come from this really murky scarcity. It just comes from this deep, desire to get up and just go to live to breathe to sing to dance to laugh to run to share to give it just develops this urgency where we just don't delay anymore we don't delay saying the thing doing the thing telling the person we love them giving that person a hug saying that thing that we want to say launching that product that we've had that idea that we've had in our business for so long and which is you know something that's come up for me a lot you know and it also particularly like I, I like to bring I mean I'm obsessed with business that's why everything I talk about really is done through the lens of business but what it really also did so beautifully was just got me into this energy of like giving really just showing up and just giving as much as I could and really, if I was to summarize the lessons that I have been able to really draw from this experience early on, it really would come down to just seeing that time really is finite. And that if I'm going to see it in that way, for, at least for the next year, I'm going to focus on seeing that I'm. I'm I'm only got a certain amount of days left, which I do. It's just I'm having to put a knowingness behind it. Like we all only have a certain amount of days left. The difference between, you know, you and me is that I've given myself 365 days. You're like, I don't know how long I've got left. I've kind of, you know, willingly said I'm going to give myself 365 days. All right. Um, but what that's done is that's let's put this urgency into stop delaying things and to just get into this energy of like how can I give how can I really just be focused more on giving? Because, you know, I woke up the other morning with, you know, a really deep embodied knowing of something that we've all heard before, and that is people will only remember how you made them feel. People only remember how you made them feel. And I was lying in bed thinking about this, and I was – and again, the way that I'm viewing this and perceiving this is not through this, oh, my God, something bad's about to happen, I'm going to die. It's like, okay – if I, if I really only had a year left to live, how would I speak to my kids? Like, how do I want them to remember me? What's the feeling I want them to have? My husband, my family, but also in my business, it was like, well, how do I want my clients to feel? Like, if my clients reflect on me and the time that we've spent together, because it's going to be finite, how do I want them to feel? When I show up on social media and, and even this podcast right now, I, I'm telling you, I honestly could have come up with a million reasons not to record this episode. 
Like it's got nothing to do with business. Like what is this? People aren't getting this. This is deep. This is nonsense. I could have, I could have seriously given you that many reasons to not hit record on this podcast episode. But then I was like, you know what? Like if I've only got 365 days left to share what I want to talk about and to leave some sort of legacy and to help people, would I would I actually delay this episode or would I just record it and let it be imperfect and let it be messy and let it be deep and let it be all the things that maybe don't make logical sense to my brand and my business or would I just hit record and say it? And obviously you're listening to this so you know what conclusion I came to. I think we spend so much time thinking about shit that just doesn't matter. And when you give yourself a finite amount of time to really live fully, it starts to put stuff like this into perspective. It starts to make you think, you know, that thing that you want to say in your marketing that you're like, oh, I'm scared what people are going to think. At the end of the day, you sort of think to yourself, does that fucking really even matter? Does it really matter if there's a couple of Sally's or Karen's out there, no offence to Sally's and Karen's, (laughs) um, out there that don't like what I have to say, that don't resonate with it, don't agree with it? Or do I just focus on saying that thing? When it comes to launching a, a product or an offering, do I sit there and think, what if no one buys? Or do, do I sit there and think, I've just got to get this work out into the world. I just have to get this out to the world. I just have to put this out there. I've got to help someone. I've got to let this be documented so that someone can find this one day. Insert this into however you want to within your life. Insert it into your business. Like This is miraculously changing the way that I view business the way that I do business, the quality of what I bring in, the urgency with which I'm moving, the way that I make decisions, this experiment is a complete overhaul. Business has now for me just become about what can I give? What is the impact and the legacy? What can I put out into the world so that people remember this in a way that impacts them? become less about what can I get the thing is is that when you become you know a a giving centric human the getting is a given right it's the basics of the law of reciprocity which is when you, you know you focus on giving it's almost like you're putting out there a debt that has to be fulfilled it's basic human behavior by the way but it's also one of the practices of the universe it's one of the laws of the universe but it's shifted this focus. It's, it's caused me to think about how I can make the world a better place, to contribute, to contribute now, contribute without delay, say the thing, do the thing, help the person. Even if I get rejected, even if I get judged, even if I end up in disappointed because the thing that I said didn't land the way, the offer I put out there didn't sell the way I thought it maybe would. It's like none of it really fucking matters. It really doesn't matter. It matters less and less. And I think sometimes we need to, you know, reduce our sense of self-importance and start increasing our sense of service. And I know that this 365-day experiment is completely radically overhauling and changing the way that I am living life already, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful that I had that experience earlier this year where I thought I honestly was so fearful that I was dying. And I'm so grateful that I did the work 
to be able to see that that fear of dying, the desire that was sitting underneath that was actually a desire to live more fully, to love more fully, to serve more fully, to be more fully me, to be so deeply authentic, to just be me and be like, fuck it. I'm putting all of me out there. I'm going to put my heart and soul out there. I'm going to give everything I've got for the next 365 days. It's less than that now, by the way. (laughs) But I'm going to give everything that I've got to life, to love, to my humans, to the people that matter, to the people that don't even matter. I don't really care. I just want to be able to give more, to serve more, to love more, to just get this giving energy that just feels so fucking honestly unbelievable and you know that you know how good it's like how good does it feel when you give someone a present you see their face when they open it nothing feels better than that there is something in this energy of giving and I'm telling you having studied and listened to and absorbed from some of the most successful entrepreneurs those that are like eight nine ten figures this is what I know that they focus on it's just innate within them. For me, it wasn't innate within me. That's the truth. I had to go through this, you know, this is gate 51, the gate of shock. I had to go through this shocking experience. And that shocking experience could have agitated my system and kept me where I am or regressed me, or it could have initiated me into this new path. And it's done exactly that. It's initiated me. It's initiated me down this new path of just living. This is so tied in with all of my life's work, Gene Key, the 42, which is all about letting go of the fear of living and dying. <laughs> Uh, so much of it makes sense. Like I've gone through this like cataclysmic like explosion into this next iteration of my life cycle and so much has been cleared away. Like honestly, like this clears away fears like that. You just don't have time to get stuck in your fears anymore. You know, for me it's like fear of what? The fear of being judged? The fear of someone not giving me what I like? It pales in comparison when you just think to yourself, what if I only had a year left? Would I, would I give any thought to this fear? And it, God's honest truth is you just don't. You know, not, this isn't even a fear. This means nothing. You don't have to go down and do all the deep healing work around the fear. It's just like you drop it like a sack of fucking potatoes that's too heavy to carry around anymore. You free yourself in a moment when you start to live this way. So I wanted to invite you into the behind the scenes of what's going on. I don't know where this year is going to take me. I I don't. I would like to share this journey on the podcast. I will share it as I see fit, when I see fit. But I'm going to invite you behind the scenes of this one because this feels very significant. This feels like an opportunity to do some good in the world and to shift and to just live life to the absolute fullest to suck every moment of joy you possibly can and to even just honestly to relish in the painful moments because they're going to happen but you just get to put the pain into perspective like would I sweat this would I honestly genuinely sweat this if I really only had a year left to live and the truth you honestly 9.9 times out of 10 you'd be like no I wouldn't sweat this at all and you'll let it go for that reason you'll let it go but I'm going to bring you behind the scenes on this one. I'll share, as I say, as I as I kind of see fit. Um, I'm be honest with you. I am hesitant to commit to. I'm going to do a podcast episode every week on this. Um, but I might do that. I'm, I just 
you know, I, I, I want to let you know that I'm going to take you behind the scenes at what frequency I do and rate I do that at. We will see. But if you would like to hear more, reach out to me at Instagram in my DMs at I am Gemma Bernard and let me know. Let me know if you'd like to hear more about this and I would love to share more with you as well. Even now, the only invitation I really have for you is take, take a time, take a moment and ask yourself, how, who would I be and how would I live if I generally had 365 days left? Would I do things differently? And if you would, I just invite you to have a look at it. I invite you to have a look in your business and see how you'd show it differently. I invite you to have a look at your relationship with your significant other, with your kids, with your family, with your friends. I invite you to look at opportunities differently. How much more would you grab out of life? How much more would you give if you were living like that? And if you feel it would be different, I would encourage you to start making those changes. All right. Thank you for allowing me the space to share this journey. I'm looking forward to sharing more with you. But thank you. That's it for today. Have a beautiful day wherever you are and I'll see you for another episode really soon.